What's good, my G? What's going on with you? How you feeling, boss? What's going on? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. How you feeling, boss? Good, good. How you doing? Chilling, man. Can't complain over here, man. That's what's up. How you and the fam holding up during man, it's a crazy world we live in right now. Yeah, it's real crazy. But uh yeah. just blessed to be, you know, to be alive right now and everybody around me healthy. I'm healthy. So uh it's a great feeling, man. That's all I can ask for right now. Thanks, for sure. Uh well, you know, I wanna say, man, I appreciate you for you know, for, for joining in with me, bro. Um, you know, shout out to A Will for setting it up, you know. Definitely was a, a good a good lookout for him, you know. But uh like I said, I just want to thank you for coming on, man. Take time out your day. I know you're a busy guy, so I really appreciate it, man. I can't hear you a little bit. What up? Yeah, I appreciate you having me. Uh, no, go ahead. Let's talk to me. For sure. For sure. Uh, you know, to start off, bro, for those who don't know, you know, give them a quick little rundown, you know, where you from, how was it growing up for you and stuff like that. And, uh... My mom starts from Chicago, um, pretty much uh, South Side, Over East. Uh, yes. I heard you had Fave on, so I know he's repping my Over East hard. Uh, yeah, yeah. South Side, Over East guy. Uh, been playing basketball since I was the age of two, two years old. So I played my whole life. Uh, played a few years professionally. Went to Whitney Young High School. I yeah. uh, played at Oregon State University, Illinois, and uh, played five years professionally. And now I uh, started my own training business here in Chicago. So respect, respect. Um, you know, some of these questions, bro, I'm gonna kind of put you on the spot a little bit, you know, but it's all love. Though. I know you can, I know you can get through it. <laughs> now let's do it. Uh, the first question I always start off with is, for you, who is the GOAT? MJ, Kobe, or Bron? And then put them through your order. Ah, uh, man. I'm automatically over Mike. Okay. First. Uh, okay. The body of work in a short time frame is uh incredible. Right. Kobe and Kobe played with twenty seasons. Mm -hmm. Brian probably will get to twenty, if not more, the way his body be holding up. Um, yeah. But uh Mike did in about twelve, thirteen, something like that, if I'm not mistaken. So just the six rings. I'm not a big guy. A lot of people look at um the finals record. I'm not I don't really that don't really do it for me. Okay. Um, to me, it sits on how many rings you got and how many times you got there. Yeah. If you don't make the playoffs or you lose in the first round, which Mike did a bunch of times, yeah. that's an L. Okay. Like, L is an L. You okay. know, the finals record don't mean nothing. The lost second place versus eighth, you still in this, you ain't win. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to still go with Mike just because at the end of the day, he, got it, he was just getting it done. When he got to the throne, it wasn't nobody taking him off until he jumped off himself. Thanks. Um, so I'm gonna go with Mike. Uh, dang, it's so hard, man. I I personally like LeBron just because of his total body of work. Okay. Um, but it's it's just no recipes of Kobe. It's no touching his dog, his tenacity, his work ethic. Yeah. It's no touching that. Um, and he achieved right. a lot of things coming from that. And then he also became a better teammate down mm -hmm. the line, uh, mentoring guys and just working with the guys he had and. But I think I'm going to go with LeBron and Cole, I think. Okay. Now, let me let me ask you this. Do you think, since you don't go by finals record, do you think LeBron will ever pass MJ or Kobe? Oh, just as far as rings? Okay, so, like, some people, you know how people say it's Mike, Mike is the GOAT, you know, the 6-0, you know what I'm saying? 
Mm -hmm. Do you think they compare finals records? You know what I'm saying? You said you're not going by the finals records. Do you no, think I'm with LeBron trying. having the finals record that he has, if he wins two more and maybe pass Kareem at all time points, do you think that'll be more all right, now LeBron go hands down no matter what you say? It's gonna be tough for anybody to say that, just based on okay. eras and all those people, especially yeah. the old heads, you know, everybody Mm -hmm. oh, Dr. J was the world, and then Magic was the world, yep. and then Kareem. Bird. So, you know, yep. it just depends. It just, you got to take a look at that. But I think LeBron can do enough to get close. Okay. It's, it's six it's six losses. So, a lot of people, like I said, I'm not going to hold it against him. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think he should, he need another ring. Okay. But I think, I think in my eyes, he's the second best player ever to play the game right now. Thanks. Okay. I respect that. Yeah. Um, for you, bro, who was your favorite player growing up? Like, who was you constantly watching, trying to take moves from to help emulate your game? No brainer. If we talking about the NBA, it's a no brainer. Um, it's Allen Iverson. Right. Um, it yeah. was. It's no brainer. He was everything to me. Yeah. Uh, as a kid, as a really young kid, especially, it was him. I wanted all the shoes. Um, I had the braids. So growing up. Yeah. Um, people check out my IG at all the way. Growing up, I had the Braves with the headband, number three forever. Yeah. Uh, my first tattoo was like his, only the strong survive. The yeah. cross, like it was every he was everything to me. So I mocked all that. Just his quickness, his speed, um, his aggression at that size. Like you know, say he pound for pound the best player. You know what right. I'm saying to play the game. So I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna ride with anything he do. Thanks. Okay. Um, so if I was to ask you to give me your top five players in the league right now, who would be your top five? Top five players in the league. You know, no injuries, nothing like that. So, you know. Like everybody, up. everybody in, in prime form. Everybody yeah, in the same. Facts, yeah. That's tough. Like right this moment. Mm-hmm. Today. Um, it's LeBron James. Okay. It's Kevin Durant. Okay. I like Dame Dollar. Okay. Uh, it's hard. I'm not a Steph fan. Oh, I'm with you, bro. I'm not a big Steph fan either, bro. I'm glad somebody with me on this. <laughs> I'm big with you. I'm probably everybody say I be hating. All my guys say I, I ain't hating. no hater, bro. I just I'm just not a fan of them, bro. You know. Look, we we can take the heat together, bro. We ain't Steph. Fans. No, no, no. We can definitely take that. I'm just not a Steph fan. I give him his kudos. Like I yeah. just think definitely give him his kudos. He's best right. shooter ever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to guard him when you're shooting the ball. As soon as you cross half, somebody yeah. got to check you. So that's make you hard to guard. I can't, can't. Right. But yeah. I just think part of me just think he's soft. Yeah. Um, okay. He don't, he run away from his matchups. Um, I say this to everybody and they think I'd be hating, but it's just, I know I get he got game plans. I got Steve Kerr got game plans. And, yeah. you know, that's why they got them guys, Clay, when they had KD, Draymond, Iguodala, Sean Livingston. They can defend. They better defenders. That's what they do. But sometimes I'm gonna just take. I'm gonna take that matchup. I'm gonna get some nuts, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna figure yeah. it out. So yeah. yeah. But uh, okay. to your question, Dame. So you said um, Brian, Katie, Dame. Okay, then who your last two? I'm gonna go Luca. I'm not mad at that. Okay. I'm gonna go Luca. He's doing a lot right now, especially we talking just regular season stuff. I mean, he performed right. in the playoffs. But if you just look Facts. at today's regular season stats, that's a lot. Facts. Um, okay. That last one, I was it, bro. It's either, <laughs> it's either Steph 
or Joel Embiid for me. Ooh, no Kawhi, no no Giannis, no. No, I can't stand Giannis. Can't stand. Can't That's he he he's he's really good. Don't get me wrong, really good. I think Joel is being real dominant right now, but. Hey, but you gotta uh, you gotta throw Jokic in there too, then. Jokic hooping right now. I like Jokic a lot. Yeah, but he ain't cracking that five though, huh? A whole lot. He's not cracking the five, but he'll go right. He definitely top ten. I, I really okay. Like Facts. Really okay. Like um, okay. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Joel at five. All right. I ain't mad at that. Um, for you, bro, what's your favorite basketball moment of your career? Favorite basketball moment. Um, it's been a lot of special things, but uh. One that I hang my hat on uh, my championship. Uh, we won a uh, state championship at Whitney Young in 2009. Yeah. Um, that's a big one for me. Um, and then as well as just another moment, 2010, we went back to the championship. Mm -hmm. But in the final four, I had a, I had a buzzer beater to send us to the to send us to the championship that year. So that was that was everything. And it's nothing like playing against your family and friends and doing yeah. something like that. So it was huge. Yeah. That uh that, that that game winner you hit, I think I remember that. Who was, who was that on again? It was on Waukegan. Um Ooh, okay. they had a guy, Jeremy Richmond. Yeah. Who uh I talked to him the other day actually. He said he's supposed to tune in. But uh it was he was everything. Now he's that he the best guy, I tell everybody he was the best guy I ever played with. Um because we played together Mac Urban Fire. Mm -hmm. And he was he was everything. So yeah, yeah, I'm a man. Heading that shot against them, they was talking so much stuff. We got into a fight at halftime. Like, yeah, they was talking stuff before the game, halftime. So to hit that and send them home, like we ended his career. We won state against him the year before. Damn. So, yeah. So we ended we ended that season for him, and then to end his career basically on the next one that was tough. Man, so so y'all was playing AAU like the summer before, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, right. so he was just going at it with you, huh? Nah, but that was my guy, though. Like, we, yeah. I mean, we clicked on the court. Like, yeah. we clicked on the court. I played with them. only went to Mac Urban for like a month. It was for the Peace Jam, you know, a big tournament. Best yeah. tournament ever, in my opinion. Yeah. And a few more. And uh, we had a crazy team. Myself, Wayne Blackshear, Jeremy Richmond, Tim Hardaway Jr., Myers Leonard, like, Everybody. Tim Hardaway was on that team too. Yes, yes. Oh, he was cheating, coming off. He, Tim Hardaway. Tim was coming off the bench. Y'all was cheating, bro. I did not know that. <laughs> I did not know that. No, it's one of the best teams on paper, like ever. Um, so that was that was special. But to beat to hit hit the shot on Jay Rich and them after all the trash talking they was doing, and then that's that's my guy too. But it was yeah. big time. Facts. Okay. Um, man, this question, man, being from the shy, bro, is you can name a bunch of people but for you bro who was your toughest matchup ever you know what i'm saying just you could do high school college or pick up ball pro am ball who was that tough dude for you uh man it's you definitely played against some good ones right. i ain't gonna lie i feel like i got the best of most people um but one person that was that stood out that was tough was uh somebody comment on that shot right now <laughs> um mike springs is the guy I hit the shot on the buzzer beat on he just hit me he always messing with me um <laughs> uh what i was about to say 
It's a lot of guys. I know my senior year, Mike McCall was a tough one. Oh yeah. Mike McCall was, was tough as a senior. Um, we 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 got them. We got them both times. But he he had a hell of a game both games. Yeah. Um, the first game I had a matchup against him, and he was tough. I mean, he was hitting everything, double pump shots from almost three. Like, it, it was tough. He was a tough matchup. Uh, Kevin Diller, when I was a sophomore, he was a senior, mm -hmm. and we always played HF. He was tough. He's probably the best PG at the time, at that year. So, man, it was just – it's a lot of guys you just run into in the city. Yeah. Those two off the top of my head, probably. Right. Especially going French. to Whitney Young, bro. Y'all played some, some crazy teams, bro. Like No, nah, we played everybody. Man, right. every, like I, I'm last. See, I was sticking to Chicago, but you know we played Quinn yeah. Cook, Josh Selby, Victor Oladipo. Okay. That's yeah. one team, though. Actually, uh, the math of one team was Quinn Cook, Josh Selby, who was number one at the time. Uh, P9 NBA people who don't don't know him now, but he yeah. was number one. Uh, Victor Oladipo and Jeremy Grant, that was just on Denver, that's on Detroit now. They was all on one team. Uh, it was it was unreal, but we only lost to them by like single digits. But yeah, um, but guys playing like Quinn Cook, playing you know Tans Ross and stuff like that, it was it was yeah. crazy. crazy. So you played them for Whitney Young, though. That was that was uh, no, that was those Whitney Young games. Those Whitney Young Damn. games. Where y'all um, play them at? Those in Hawaii. Both of those are in Hawaii, but we also played okay. O'Keel and at Marquette. We played Modern Day. That was number one in the country in Boston. Like we was everywhere. Yeah, y'all got right with y'all schedule, bro. Yeah. Um, I know you kind of hit it on the head in the beginning, bro, but, like, so you've been playing ball since you was two, right? Yeah. Who was that Who was that person that actually put the ball in your hand, or was it just something that you grew natural to? It was my father. Mm -hmm. uh, Don Starks, it was, you know, he was everything. He put me in a position to do all the things I did and the things I'm doing now. Yes. Um, so it was him, put the ball in my hand. I go to the health club with him downtown, follow him down there, um, shooting basketballs in the corner at two years old. They had a little bitty rim in the corner. I'm shooting on there. Yeah. And at like five, I started playing organized um, leagues, like little French fry basketball and small fry. Yeah. And it just went on from there. So it was, I'm I'm grateful for him doing that. You know, it, it, it like influenced it. Put together my whole life, basically, just from him doing that. So it was great. Thanks. So around, like, when was that moment when you really, really realized, like, all right, this is what I'm going to do with my life? You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes we may do it as a kid, and then we might get to middle school. We might fall in love with something else. So yeah. was that from the beginning that you knew, all right, this is what I'm going to do for my entire life? Or is this some, like, middle school when I did this? That's when I was like, all right, but now I'm going to, you know, go all the way with it. For me, it was my whole life. Yeah. Um, you know, ever since I had it, and I and I and I knew I was kind of good at it, and mm -hmm. it just it just went on. I played soccer too when I was a kid, but okay. I always knew we always had the conversation at the career like it's gonna have to stop at some point, and because yeah. basketball was was it. Yeah. And, okay. But yeah, it was definitely it was definitely something I knew almost from day one that I was gonna do this. Facts. Okay. Um, not to get too personal or anything like that, bro, but. What's something that you overcame that you proud of today? That kind of made you the person you are now. Uh, a couple things. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a couple things I'll say. For one, um, one just the fact of like you know you all the, the people people who are that tall get overlooked. 
Yeah. Um, for one, I'm gonna say that. Um, right. I never really, I never thought about it as a as a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, but now I see how it goes, like as an adult and as I'm old and how it affected me. But as a kid, especially I was killing everybody. It never yeah. affected me. Um, I never thought about it. I never even looked at it. Like I'm looking at him, like he the same size. Yeah. I'm about to get this basket. Um, but that that was one just overcoming what I did at my size. And I look today, I'm like these kids huge. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I look at the guys I was playing against, and I'm like, damn, y'all really are tall. But yeah. like, I was still cooking and so to do things i was doing at my size um was amazing um i look back on it and so that's one thing um another thing is a lot of people don't know this um that's so all like i'm in my left eye i'm partially blind mm -hmm. um and that happened to me during my during my first professional season in sweden i woke up one day and I was seeing double. And like, I gotta go to practice. So I'm, I didn't even know, actually I didn't notice until I got to the gym. And I'm like, damn, what's going on? Like, am I still asleep or something? Like, I'm wait, wait, wiping my eyes. I'm shooting the ball, I'm seeing the rim double. And I played a few games like that. Trying to get checked on in between, but overseas, like, that's a different comment. That's something we yeah. can touch on later, but like, they want you to play. You hell, you gotta play. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. I was playing. I was still, you know, passing decent games, like 14 points, another game with 10, like, with seeing double. So, yeah. uh, after a while, it was like, man, I got to go home. You know, my father had cancer at the time and this eye thing. So, I said, I got to go home. So, I went. I was getting shots in my eye, like big needles poked in my eye for six months, once a month. Um, just to be able to play, just to get the fluid out and be able to go back to normal. So, I'm still... When I close one eye, like this left eye, I'm still you you kind of blurry right now. When I close yeah. one eye, so but with both eyes, I'm good. But just to overcome that and continue my professional career, to be able to perform while you know having that as a disadvantage, being able to continue to cook at my size with this little height thing. I mean, with this with the eye thing, it was something that I'm that I'm proud that I that I overcame. Man, that's 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 crazy, bro. Like I said, I'm. Can't even imagine that, my G. Especially trying to hoop, man. You can't really see right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I commend you, bro, for you know for sticking sticking through it. Cause man, if I'm seeing double, I ain't playing. You know what I'm saying? Cause you mess around, <laughs> not see something, not see the ball correctly, you run into somebody, make it worse. So yeah. I, I really, you know, what I'm saying respect your hustle and your grind to keep going. You know what I'm saying? That's that's big. I can't even. You said the shots in the eye, bro. You kind of made me like weak stomach. Like, oh, I yeah. can't imagine that. I'm watching the needles go in my eye. And everything like I can see that you kind of numb it up, but Damn. it was impressive. Not too many people know about that. Like that, like hurt my professional career a little bit. Yeah. Because um, teams, you gotta get they gotta get all them reports. Yeah. They gotta get them reports and they gotta know what's going on. So hurt my career a little bit. Then I sat out a year and a half between that and my father passing away. Um, I had to take a step back for a second and kind of handle everything. He was my everything. So yeah. you know, I was. I had to handle everything for him. I'm my only child, so I had to do it all. Uh, so being able to come back into the game, when you miss a year in this game, mm -hmm. it hurts you. As a pro especially, so it hurts you. And uh, so being able to just come back and continue for what it was like three, four years after that. So it was a blessing, and I'm happy that's something I overcame. Thanks. That's big, bro. Like I said, I commend you on that. Appreciate it.
so man, what what was the what led to the to the Whitney Young being the route you're gonna take to go to high school? You know what I'm saying? Because you know in Chicago, it, it's a lot of teams that a lot of schools you can go to that's you know what I'm saying that can get you there. Well, what ultimately led to you going to Whitney Young? Uh, Snow Brand. It was it was uh Tyrone Slaughter. Yeah, legendary. Uh, um, in the dream that and so yeah, I always we kind of joke with him all the time, cause uh, we my group is kind of the reason he legendary, right? Yeah. Now. Like my first, we got him his first ring, and uh, a lot of great players that, that that was in that on that floor with me. Um, but the reason I went is because I was going to Hales. You heard mm -hmm. of uh, Hales Franciscan before? Like yeah. I was going to so Jerome Randall's like my big brother. That was the guy. Yeah. I, Man, he used to stay at my house all the time. He used to take me to school in the morning. Yeah. That was everything for me. He was everything. So I was going to Hills. My dad went to Hills. Um, it was a done deal. But when Ty got, got the job again at Whitney Young, you know, he sold us on having this national schedule and being one of these top-tier teams. And, you know, our parents also sold on education at the time. Thanks. I'm a Whitney Young education, so that was big. But outside of that, Ty selling that, that you know, how are we going to be a powerhouse? And the people we were bringing in, and it, you know, everything came true. It was the right move. Um, how did you? How did you meet Ty? Did you know Ty beforehand, or did you? We did like, know Ty beforehand because I played for Ferrari. Okay. Uh, played for Ferrari, so Ty was the head of that program. Okay. I'm um, one of the heads for sure, and played for Ferrari at a young age, and that 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 kind of set it all up. And mm. I remember. I think Ty, I knew, I knew, I knew when Neon was an option coming like seventh grade. Yeah. And, and I, it was kind of for sure when eighth grade, we went to this Boo Williams tournament in Virginia. Yeah. And I'm 13. So I was, I was a young, I was young for my class. I'm 13, okay. but I get MVP at 15 under Boo Williams, like big time tournament, like all the best players. And Ty was on the bench. He was coaching with my dad for that one. And it yeah. was just like, yeah, this is a no brainer. Yeah. You <laughs> knew like, yeah, was your choice. Yeah. It was, it was a wrap at that point. Thanks. How how is it playing for for Ty, man? You know what I'm saying? Us not from the outside, we don't really know him as a person, but we know him as a coach. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So playing for Ty, man, how how was it for him, playing for him and just being a, a part of that Whitney Young, you know, program? Uh one, it it was amazing. Let alone I'm gonna say Ty, Ty hilarious. Like yeah. he one of the funniest guys. <laughs> he one of the funniest guys you'll ever meet. And, uh, but it's cool. Like, he's relatable. Um, he's a mo hell of a motivator. And so once you're in that, once you're in those settings, when it's go time, you know what I'm saying? Ty going to ride with you and you go ride with Ty. Like, yeah. when you, you got that confidence in you, sky's the limit. And now he, now he's, you know, one of the big, one of the big guys in the city for sure at the top of the throne right now. Um, yeah. It's been that way. Like, you, you in good graces with him, Nick, the sky's the limit. So, like, that's a good choice, you know, for a lot of kids. That uh, that got some potential to do. Obviously, everybody can't get in that school academic wise, right. and uh, you got to be kind of a chosen few. But it's a good look for anybody to do. So playing for Ty was amazing. Just him having a. We were fortunate enough to get a good group of guys in there as well with me, and you just let them play after that. You coach, you teach, you teach principles. You yeah. still got to teach kids because they're young. So we were still young. So you got to teach certain things. You have a staff around that that can do X's and O's that can understand the game from even more from a player's perspective. But outside of that, you put them in position to play and we was just going. Yeah. And so it's a, it's a, it's a great thing over there. Thanks. Okay. 
coming coming from a program like Whitney Young, how did it help you translate into translate into into college? You know what I'm saying? Because college is a totally different ball game from from high school. You know what I'm saying? So what was the biggest adjustment you had to make mentally and towards your game to help make sure that you succeed in college? Um. For one, so it was, it was mostly, you got it on the circuit, but then when you get it night in and night out, you're playing against bigger guys 24-7. Yeah. So now I'm going to college, and this is where my height, I started to notice it a little bit. In Chicago, you don't really see it. You rarely get bigs. I know Jaleel came. I had Tommy Hamilton at one point, but, like, yeah. you don't get bigs like that um, in Chicago Oops. often. So I'm going to college. And we was playing a one three one at Oregon State at first. And I'm in the back of the one three one. He wanted to put me in the back. And I'm in here battling with Nikola Vucevic, who on the Ooh. magic uh seven footer, who tough. He's real good. Yeah. Um, I'm battling with him and they got another six ten dude. It's like, what I'm man, what what you want me to do back here? Um, but it was just adjusting to that type of stuff. So I gotta box these guys out, but it made you tougher. Um, it made me tougher. And then anybody who knew my game at the time, they knew. I was a mid-range assassin. Yeah. Uh, still got it. It never left me. Super mid-range guy. Um, but I ended up leaving Oregon State in three years. And I didn't even do the fourth because I transferred to Illinois. But in three years, I was the all-time leading three-point shooter. Um, so your game expanded. My game expanded. And when I couldn't shoot it, but now yeah. it was like, okay, let me expand this range. I, I may not be able to get all the way in there every time. Yeah. So if I can knock this down, it helps with my – I'm also quick, so if I can get you biting on this, like Steph, I can yeah. get you biting out here, I can beat you anytime I want to. So yeah. that's just two big adjustments that made, and being a better defender and yeah. coming with it 24-7. In Chicago, you can take plays off. Um, I'm going to tell you, in Chicago, some of the best guys, I'm not saying anybody could take plays off. That would be a mistake. Yeah. But, like, the best, best guys, you can take some plays off here and there, but you need to correct that now so it's not a bad habit later. Whether yeah. you're good enough or not, these coaches are not going to let you take plays off. Um, and I won't say for any of my young guys that's watching, like, they got to get on that now. You ain't got yeah. time. To, these coaches, they got million-dollar contracts. They're not about to play you when you you bullshitting today. Yeah. You bullshitting this day. I'm going to go with the guy. I'm going to spend my money on, hang my hat on the guy who's bringing it every day. So that's what I kind of preach when I'm in the gym with them. But it's like I had to bring it every day or else I was sitting on that bench. I ain't come out to Oregon to sit on nobody's bench. Yeah. I just came from being that guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So once I got that, I started the rest of my career pretty much. You know, so that was uh, some adjustments you had to make, bringing it every day. Nice. Now, how how was the recruiting process for you, you know what I'm saying, for Whitney Young? Um, was, it, was it stressful? Was it like blowing you up? You know what I'm saying? Uh, Crazy. Oh, college. I was from Whitney on to college. Mm -hmm. um, like, was it was it a stressful one for you? I know some people enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Some people think it's too stressful because, like, this is, like, one of the biggest moments of your life. You know what I'm saying? This is what you got to do to get to that, you know, to the NBA, to the pro, you know what I'm whatever you want to do. It was kind of stressful. Uh, it was heavy mm -hmm. on my mind. I committed kind of early, though. I committed, like, a month before my junior season started. Um, to Oregon State, and I didn't want to. Um, my dad kind of put the pedal to the metal on that one. Mm -hmm. um, we went back and forth um, about that, and I didn't want to do I had a process in my mind. I'm a thinker. Sometimes I'm an overthinker, but I had a process. I wanted to wait until the end. I wanted to go through the whole process and then make a firm decision, and he was sold on 
You know what I'm saying? You're going to have the ball in your hands, you know, blah, blah, blah. We know I had a good relationship with Craig Robinson, the coach at the time, who was Michelle Obama's um, brother. Yeah. Um. So who, Michelle Obama to Whitney Young as well. Um, yeah. But Craig went to Mount Carmel, but they, my, da my, my dad knew him, I guess, when they were younger. But then I also had a relationship just growing up. So, um, you know, somebody you trust and, you know, it's good plan for, you know, a black coach as well. So that was that was good. But um, kind of kind of put that to the <laughs> kind of got that going early, so we got that out the way. But later, before signing day, I'm cooking. So when I went over to the fire, in that one month, I go from like a top 100 player to um to number 28th in the country. I'm like uh -huh. pushing McDonald and everything. So yeah. I got I got people coming in from everywhere. It's Cal, USC, it's other places coming in, like trying to kind of sneak something in on the backside. And so yeah. Cal almost got me because, as I mentioned, Jerome Randall, who went to hell, went yep. to Cal. Yep. So they had like the inside scoop and they were selling me on trying to get me into the Jordan game. And uh, we don't got no point guard. Once Jerome leave, you can step in. You know, that sounds like everything to me. Yeah. That's my brother. So Coach Rob got a hold of that you know, a little bit that they were, they, they was calling and all type of stuff. So they brought this big old thing. And I don't know, as a kid, I just kind of was like, you know what, dang, I'm gonna just, just go stick to what I stick to what I said I was gonna do type of thing. But yeah. you know, part of me was like, damn, I could have went to Cal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it would have, you gotta have all those thoughts. And USC, Kevin O'Neill was a coach at the time, mm -hmm. who he had some NBA stints and stuff, but he got in trouble for like, you know, People be throwing a little money around and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So I was in that position. He wanted to have a, a private meeting with me in Vegas. Uh, but my parents were like, no, we want to go. We want to keep it. You know, we don't, we don't know what that conversation is. We don't know what's going to come out of that. But we kind of want to keep it, do this thing the right way. Yeah. And when I look back at it, I'm like, shit, uh, <laughs> we need to have a conversation. But no, no, no. But it was the right thing to do, just kind of play it safe and, try to figure it out on your own, but I wish I would at least had a conversation with him just to see. Yeah. Um, but uh that that part was that part was a lot going on at the time. But once we signed, sealed, delivered uh the national letter of intent, it was home free. It was a good feeling after that. And I just got to focus on my senior season. Thanks. So for sure, if it wasn't Oregon State, it was Cal for sure. Yeah, it was probably gonna be Cal. Yeah. So what was okay, so what was your dream school to go to if you had, if you could? As a young kid, I really liked Duke. Uh -huh. But when I, when I, when I got a little older, dream school was definitely Louisville. Did Louisville offer you or no? Louisville did not offer me. Yeah. So how did you go on any business though? Oregon State, Northwestern, Valpo. That was my first offer. So that was like eighth graders. Um, eighth grade freshman year right around there so that was probably my only three visits so i'm not mistaken like i you didn't go the through other the process came kind of late after you played with mac urban right yeah yeah it came they came late because i had committed early so i would have yes. had more visits more opportunity to do all that stuff but i was supposed to take a visit to cal and we was kind of like trying to play it as like oh you're just gonna go visit jerome yeah. ooh, type of thing because he was gonna be a senior but we never did it um, so yes. I didn't take, I didn't go through the process like everybody, like I really wanted to. Yeah. Um, but it is what it is. But it would, I definitely, um, 
Wish I would have though. Definitely wish I would have done that. That's why I'm gonna ask y'all. Like, I don't want to say regret, but do you kind of wish you would have waited a little bit longer to see what would have laid out on the table for you? For sure, for sure. I definitely wish I would have waited and just saw it all through. Kind of just my original plan. Um, not to say I wouldn't yeah. still went to Oregon State. Um, yeah. just to see what other coaches, but to see what the other coaches got to say, what other systems, um, even academically. What I what I would pursue type of thing. Of course, at the time you really thinking about basketball, but yeah. you just want to see what everybody what everybody's gonna say to you. You know what what opportunity? What's the best opportunity for you? And I probably I remember Mac Irvin like a, a Godfather Mac, the original. Like I yes. remember he called me. Well, he talked to me at the Peace Jam. He was like, "Man, if you had been with us longer and held off." I could have had you at Kansas or something like that. Like, because I was cooking. Like, I'm talking about we cooking Will Barton. We cooking everybody. Um, Bradley Beal at 27 on Bradley Beal and them. Um, like, all these top guys I didn't play it against. And uh, that was the best part of just being on the circuit. Um, so I look forward to some of my guys who I'm training now to get that opportunity again yeah. and showcase what they can do. Um, but... I wish I would have just saw, you know, heard more people and just had a chance to just see. Not to say I wouldn't still went to Oregon State, like I said, but just to yeah. just to get a feel for different different cultures. Right. Okay. Um, and then you know the next level, you elevate from college into into playing pro ball. What was the biggest adjustments of playing pro ball? That's another different style of play. Yes. Uh, one just the adjustment, just the lifestyle of just being away from everybody. Yeah. When you go on, when you go over there by yourself, it's tough. Uh, some people had their families with him, like Jerome later eventually had his wife come with him and things like that. That's a big plus. And I experienced that because I went to, when I was in Australia, I lived with him for a little bit. I lived with them. And okay. I experienced how much it is to have a support system there with you. It's big. Um, it's huge. Oh. But by yourself, it's, it's hard. But you got to suck it up. It's a job. Um, you are there to earn your money, but you working for somebody. So it's not a vacation. Yeah. Um, it's business, and uh, so the biggest adjustment was just dealing with some of the language barriers. Mm -hmm. um, I had some of that. Um, most of the some of the places I had spoke English, of course, but mm -hmm. when I got to Brazil and Macedonia and China, it was tough. You know, you deal with some tough stuff, but you deal with that versus style of play too. You know, depending on which is it can be anywhere, but. A lot of Europeans that they like the point guard to, you know, be a straight facilitator. Yeah. If you got those guys around you, that's just what they come from. So it depends on the coach. It's like here. Yeah. But, you know, I'm a school. Um, and not to say I was super, had a great IQ. Um, so I understand, you know, when to get guys shots, when to get guys going and things like that. But I still am a school first and foremost. And that's what yeah. I do really best. So I don't want anybody to take that from me. Um, and some people did, but you could deal with that anyway. Um, so it's a big lifestyle difference more so than anything. Facts. What was some of the, the like, where were you at when you played pro ball? Um, so Sweden, Australia, Canada, China, Brazil, and then uh, did Macedonia for a little bit for, to when I finished up. Man, when you were out there, like, how long did it take you to adjust to that lifestyle? That time zone, man, the food, the, you know, <laughs> man, like. That's another thing, the food and stuff like that and every that's different. That's yeah. real different. So you got to learn how to cook a little bit and, yeah. um, 
you know, it's tough, man. It's tough. Different type of different type of foods all over, different type of people that you gotta adjust to. And because uh, it's bigger than just bigger than just hooping. Yeah. And a lot of guys don't get that. They get that when they, they understand that a little more when they go to college. And then mm. it's another level when you go overseas. So yeah. it's uh yeah, it's a lot. You was uh you was over there eating some crazy food, bro. Yeah, I mean China was trying to feed people like, you know, chicken feet and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? We ain't got none of that. We don't do all that. Uh, so what, what was the most craziest food you you had? Did you eat that chicken feet, bro? I never ate it. Yeah, never ate it. When I was in China, I was eating straight vegetables. I probably ate the healthiest ever because I wasn't touching some of that stuff. Um, yeah. Some crazy food. I don't know. It's probably something else that was in China. I can't recall that. I was just like, nah, I ain't doing that no more. Man, most of the people I have on here, they say, bro, I was eating chicken and rice. Yeah, it's a lot of just rice. Chicken and rice is all they ate. I'm just like, damn, you don't get tired of that? They were like, bro, if not, I was going to starve. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough yeah. with some stuff. But, like, Australia was dope, the food and everything. That's It's pretty Americanized over there, so that was one of my favorites. I say Sweden, I was eating, like, different kebab type of stuff, so, like, yeah. chicken kebab. But Canada, Canada wasn't that bad, though, right? Cause they, Canada, was pretty, Canada was, was pretty just, normal. I'm like, that's damn near US, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, damn it's near. like the same thing. It's like the same thing, so it was cool. It was okay. Cool. All right, so this question right here, bro, is my favorite question to ask anybody from Chicago, because some people stumble, but some people don't. <laughs> so I'm curious to see what you come up with. If you can create an all-time five from the shot, who would be your all-time five? <laughs> so, look, I'm, 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 I'm keeping fair with you, because some people take KG, even though he's not from from the shot, if you include KG, I give you KG. I'm not doing KG. Okay. Uh, an all-time five. Yeah. Yo, one through five, who you rocking with? And I, you can give me a six-minute if you stumble on somebody. <laughs> can I? Damn, so I got to get, you want positions? Or I can just get hey, five. Any, any, hey, your five. You can be a small ball. You can do the one through five. You can do all guards, all bigs, however you want to do it. Mm. Mm. Okay. I'm going to go with um, probably going to be some old school names in here. And I'm going to go kind of biased, too. Okay. But I'm going to go Tim Hardaway. Oh, good one. Okay. I'm going to go Tim. I'm going to go Pooh. I got to go. I got to go D-Rose. Facts. Right. Okay. Um, it's a must. Um, uh, who, who else I got? I got uh, – it's a tough – okay, yeah, you said I get a six-man. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, I'm I do go, that. So I'm going to go, uh, I'll go Mark Aguirre. Ooh, okay. Okay. Uh, you know, That's your throwback, three? Throwback, yeah, throwback guy. Okay. Number one pick in the draft back in the day. So I'm going to go with that. Uh, Quentin Richardson. Okay. I'm going to throw Ooh. a Whitney Young alum in there. He's either, he's either, Q is either the first or second best player ever come through Whitney Young. Um, depending on who you look at, I'm going to throw Jaleel Loco for him as, as uh, the, either first or second as well as one of them too. Um, okay. Then last, I'm gonna throw Antoine Walker. Okay, okay, yeah. I'm gonna yeah, throw like Tuan in there. So six, I think that's six, right? Yeah, no, six. that's five. I didn't put Jaleel in there. I'm just, okay, okay, I thought you did. Yeah, that's okay. five. And then I'm a. It's tough that I, I took Tim. Just people can go Tim, or you can go Isaiah. Um, you yeah. can do that. But I'm gonna throw Jamie Brandon in there. I say so he went to King in the in the nineties. I think he holds the all-time, you know, all-time leading score on CPS, I believe. 
Um, so he lives, he's asking his corn, but he was a monster um, at the high school level. So I'm going to go with that. Okay. Yeah, somebody beat me to in the comments. You ain't going to throw AD in there? AD, D-Wade. Uh, Man. AD, D-Wade. Who else am I missing? Man, Chicago has so many hoopers, bro. It's crazy. It's so many. Man, it's Joe Fido. You know what I'm saying? It's Joe Fido. It is, and I, if we, cause I, I guess I'm thinking about just them in high school. Yeah. And I'm thinking about what the dominance these players had in high school. Uh, yeah. Even though Pooh didn't do nothing in high school, like that's my guy. Like love him. I tell him to his face. Like he was chilling in high school a lot of times. Yeah. And, but but because he was way better than everybody, like he could literally turn it on and turn it off. And yeah. he was just phenomenal. So he's a special case. AD came on the scene. I didn't know AD as a kid. I didn't know AD until the summer when I go to Oregon State. His people mm -hmm. in Oregon, like, you know this guy, Anthony Davis? Like, he killing the AU scene right now from Chicago. I'm like, no, nobody. But, like, because he wasn't, he wasn't on the scene like that. You know, yes. all the top guys know each other. Yeah. Um, if you didn't really grow up playing with him or something like that, yeah, you ain't know him. Yeah. You ain't know him from perspectives, none of that. But when he go to 16 and he doing all this other stuff, that's different. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I ain't know him. And he played, for, he played for, uh, for me Streets, too. So it was like, yeah, you know, like two different sides of town, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Not, yeah. Well, not really, because when my brother played for me Streets, they was always at uh, at Thornton High School. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they was coaching at Thornton High Streets, yeah. And, um, and then sometime yeah. when I uh, when I used to like, I didn't ever play for Mac Irvin, but I used to like warm up with them. We was practicing at, at Morgan Park. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's like, exactly. So it like, I don't know. It's like no, not everybody from the certain side of town. But AD is from my side of town, though. Like, you yeah. know, AD not too far from me. Um, but he still wasn't, it wasn't a name that I was, you know, concerned with. Like yeah. in the city, like at that time, um, I'm the top player in the city, no, ain't no question about it at that time. And yeah. uh, I ain't no AD. He wasn't on the scene like that. Yeah. Uh, so I know Wayne Blackshear knew him. A couple other my guys that was the under me knew him, but I ain't know him. But when I heard about him, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like it's it's gonna be like that. When I saw the footage. Yeah. Um, so so I, I I can't really put him in there just based off that. I ain't seen none of that for real. Yeah. Fast. Okay. Uh, if you could have five dinner guests. Dead or alive, any you know, family member, old president, rapper, anything like that, who would be your five dinner guests to sit, chop it up with, just talk about life, talk about whatever? Uh, I bring my, I have my dad there. Um, mm -hmm. Dad passed away, so I'm definitely, I definitely have him there, without question. Um, so I go Jay Z. Okay. Uh, maybe Pac. Okay. Man. Uh, let me take Tupac out of there. Because uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go my dad, Hove, Brian, Barack. Did I have somebody else? I can go Tupac with that. If I didn't name, if I didn't name five, and I put Pac back in there. Okay. Oh, that's Pac, LeBron, Barack, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a crazy. That's a, that's gonna be a crazy talk right there, bro. No, that's that's so, just the next level stuff right there. Uh, what has the game taught you that carries into everyday life? 
Oh yeah, same things I speak to my kids about. Um, mm-hmm. um, one, I talk to them about you know talking up, speaking up for what you want. So I preach heavy. Anybody that's, um, I see some of the guys that that's looking a little bit on here. I speak to them about talking all the time. Yeah. And I wasn't a talker as a kid. I wasn't a talker on or off the court. And I had to learn that. Yeah. I had to get that with that because it's important. That's important for on the court communication. But off the court, you got to speak up for what you want in life. You know, yeah. 99% of the time, it's just not going to be handed out. Yeah. So you got to speak up for what you want and go get it. So it's, it applies to everything. You got to communicate. You got to learn how to communicate. Yeah. Um. So you got to communicate. That's what um, playing in other countries, going to Whitney Young, going to Oregon State, just being, even when I was a kid at the private school in Kona, I was able to be around, you know, a diverse group of people. So being able to communicate with different kinds of people from the very jump helped me along the way so I can communicate so I can, you know what I'm saying, be on the basketball court and talk shit yeah. uh, with my guys or get go holler at one of my guys and get them in the right spot. But then I can also go into this business meeting with these these white guys and, you know, and, and, and communicate with them as well appropriately. So just to yeah. be a well-rounded individual that taught me that just dealing with different types of people. Facts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me your favorite hooper shoe of all time, bro. Favorite hooper shoe. I just got some, so I'm a. I get two, and I just got them both. Um, okay. They the AI, they the questions. Okay. Fast. First, the yeah. questions, rookie issue. Just got them. They brand new to the box, and uh, just got sent these pro models. So Twan and then what they used to wear the pro models, the original. Yeah. Um, three strikes. Oh, so cold to me. Um, yeah. So I need. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with those two. Okay. Uh, What's your favorite basketball movie? Of all time. He got game. I was even say that. A lot of people say that. Mine is Coach Carter. A lot of people say he got game. Hoop dreams. Coach Carter. Yeah. Some people say love and basketball. Yeah, some people say like blue chips, which I yeah. haven't. I don't even know. I don't remember blue chips like that. I need to watch it again. Yeah. Um, people say a lot. I just he got a game like I don't know. Jesus Shuttlesworth was everything. Yeah, that man was cold. Facts. Um, I like the storyline, but I, I like the basketball part of it too. Like when they was hooping outside, like they was hooping, it was legit. Yeah. 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 Okay, so these questions, bro. I'm gonna give you two players. You just tell me who would you rather have on your team, all right? Bron and KD. Damn. Who would I rather have on my team? So am I playing a coach in Leicester? Hey, um. <laughs> That's the tough part right here. Let me see, let me see, let me see. Because if I do, I'm going to give you the hard one. I'm going to go coaching. I'm going to go with Brian. Brian, okay. You going well, this one, I, you said it earlier. Steph or Dame? I'm personally going with Dame, personally. Okay. You going hard or you going Luca? Dang, I can't stand him. Uh, I can't stand James Harden, but right, I'm going with Luca. I'm going okay. with Luca. Even though right now it's hard to just go against James Harden, like 
It's just yeah. hard. But yeah, I'm going with Luca. You gonna go Kawhi? You gonna go Giannis? Kawhi. You gonna go Brad Bill or Jimmy Butler? I'm going Brad Bill. Oh, okay. You gonna go Jokic? You gonna be? Dang, that's tough. Let's go Jokic. Let's go Jokic. You gonna go Dirk or Tim Duncan? I can't stand Tim Dirk. You can't stand Tim Duncan, bro? Yeah. As a, like, not that he not great. Like, uh -huh. I just don't want to watch that. Uh, hey, I, I forgot who said that, but somebody was like, no Hooper want to ever watch Tim Duncan highlight tape. That's a winner. Like, that's a winner. Don't get me wrong. That's a winner. He's a competitor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It is what it is. I'm not knocking nothing about him other than. You're just not big on him. Yeah, I'm just not big on him. Okay. Um, Steve Nash, Jason Kidd. Steve Nash. They'll go Mellow or Paul Pierce? Mellow. Westbrook or D Rose? Derrick Rose is not a question. Okay. Devin Booker or Donovan Mitchell? That's tough. Damn, D Book ain't made the playoffs or nothing. I can't fault him. I can't fault just him for that, but. I'm, I I may like Devin. Devin, okay. Damn. And then the last one, you going AI or D Wade? AI. Yeah, I knew it. I was like, yeah, that's his favorite player. Yeah, that's that's easy. All right, bro. Give me your top five rappers of all time. Top five rappers of all time. Um, uh, Jay Z. Tupac. Uh, I'm gonna go Drake, Wayne, and Big. That'd it's hard fun. for me to feel like I, I don't like people who, not that I don't like people. I don't get how you can put Biggie as like number one. Mm -hmm. Some people like I just don't think he's done enough that he did enough. Like that's not his fault. You know what I'm saying? I just don't think he he did enough. True, and it's crazy because some people say the same thing about Pop. What? No, they saying like if they would have lived longer. We don't never know what they would have been like today. You know what you I'm saying? Know. You don't know. So it's just like, I don't know. I think they definitely in my top five, both of them. You know what I'm saying? Because but I did a lot. Later, we still bumping their music. We still hearing about them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but Pac did a lot, though. Like uh, Facts. I got to look up. I remember, because I told somebody this, and then at the end of the Tupac movie, they list his accomplishments. Mm -hmm. And they like, damn, I ain't know he did all that like in seven years or whatever. Like it was a lot. Yeah. Um, but I give that. Yeah, I, I give I get I just can't put big at the top. Um for he just ain't doing like I give you an example. If, so we here at least be in your ten, top ten? Who? Big. I put big at five. I put him in that five. Okay. He's in okay. there somewhere, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Um okay. like for example, if fifty if 50 had died after the first album, you know what I'm saying? You don't know what you'll say about 50 as a rapper. The first album was unreal. Yeah. Unreal. It's still, I, it, it was playing, I had it playing today. Like some of them songs playing today, like Give It Your Trying was unreal. But that don't mean, yeah, and not to say the rest of his albums was weak. Yeah. I don't think they was weak, Um, but they didn't live up to that first one. Yeah. And so if he died after that first, you might be like, 
Same thing you think about Big. Like, oh, man, he was he on top. Oh, he yeah. one of the greatest. And really, 50 not really one of the greatest rappers. Yeah. He's a rapper. He's doing a lot of other good stuff. But as far yeah. as a rapper, he not at the top of that list. No, 50 probably definitely in my 15, 20. He's one of my favorites. Don't get me wrong. Just because yeah. that's probably what I grew up on. Mm -hmm. Um, that's probably what introduced me to rap was Get Rich Die Trying for real. The the album, right? Wait, yeah, the album. Because when, when, when the movie uh, come out, the same time as the album? The movie came out like three years later. Okay. I was thirsty to go see that. But it was okay. like, I'm talking about the album came out like 0203. Okay. And that's okay. when I was like big on the rap scene, I guess, at that point. Okay. Like, I was like 10, 11. Okay. If you could listen to three albums, mixtapes, EPs, whatever you want to call it, three of them for the rest of your life. What would be your three? I'll probably mix it up and I'll say, I'm, I'm going to try to think about it because I'm going to go mix it up and go something from Hove, something from Drake, something from Wayne. No, I'll give, give you mine. It, mine oh, yeah. is the Kanye graduation album. Tough. That one. Um, Nip, the Victory Lap album. Tough. Oh, and then my last one is. Uh, American Gangster by Jay Z. And I'm surprised you said that, but that's your favorite. Like that's that's one that's got to be. If it ain't that one, it's definitely the Carter by Wayne. The first one? Yeah. Damn. Okay. See, I think for Wayne, it's gonna be. Even though I like I like the Carter three, two. No ceilings is in there too. Right. I was listening to No Ceilings today. Like so, it's either. No ceiling. Me and me and the guys talk about it. It's either no ceilings or the drought. It's like the drought three for Wayne. It's like one of them is like unreal. Yeah. I was telling one of my high school guys, I was like, uh, man, you think Lil Wayne weak, don't you? I'm like, yeah, he's sorry. Like, I'm like, y'all, you just young. Like, you don't understand. Like, he was at the top of the game. Like, yeah. Like, you don't understand the run he had. You know what I'm saying? So it's either no ceilings or the drought three from yeah. Wayne. Hey, when Lane when I said Lane, when Wayne hit that lighter flick, bro, over with. It's over. It's over with. Once you hit that little, <laughs> that little <laughs> it's, it's going crazy. With. Yeah. Man, so that Wayne. I'm a big Drake fan. Thanks. Um, I'm a big Drake fan and it's tough for me to pick an album though like so if i have to it may go back to so far gone on the music Ooh, okay which really which really brought him out that really brought him out i'm not mad at that okay i like that shit. i like all i like views i like you know all that stuff but that take uh, care one was different though take care changed the game for him it and it's a lot of sing, a lot of telling people it's a lot of singing on there as well but so what i don't care about that um mm -hmm. it changed the game for him yeah. And like it brought a whole new element. It it put him up here. Yeah. I'm gonna take care. Hove, I'm probably going with the blueprint. Okay. I ain't yeah, mad at blueprint that. Or the black album shit. So it's one of them two. Yeah. Sure. Damn. Okay. So I gotta pick from them six. I got two from each of them. It, it is probably gonna be probably gonna be the blueprint, so far gone, and the drought three. Facts. Okay. Um, who is your top five like Rappers right now, current rappers right now. I know Wayne's still rapping, but like the younger generation. Younger generation. Yeah, I'll be I'll be sleeping on some of these guys. Um, I'm an old soul. Yeah. But like baby is is it for me right now. Like I it's, it's little baby is is on he he got it going. 
ain't gonna yes. lie to you. Um, I like I like Shorty. Um, Ghana. Yeah. I like Ghana. I kind of like Roddy Rich. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, man, they dropped on this so long. Though. Yeah, he ain't dropped on. I mean, it ain't been that long, but I guess to yeah. people that's like, yeah, that's fans yeah, they want to hear. Uh, so because it ain't been too too long. Yeah. Um, but I like I kind of like Roddy. What I heard from him. Okay. Um, was that three? Who else out there? I like I get some Chicago love. Herbo. Yeah. I'm. A, I like I like some stuff. I won't even listen to more of him, but I, I like stuff. Give me somebody else. That's mm. young, young. Dirt. And I like dirt. Give me give me somebody else. Like. No, can't stand them. <laughs> Some of the high school guys, they love them. I can't stand them. I like two I got two songs on my like on my phone by them. Yeah. Some more chiller stuff, like he talking about something versus yeah. a lot of stuff I hear him, he just be screaming and yelling like All right, so you like uh you like me, Nick Mill? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we can definitely put me. if you sound I was thinking like some of these young guys, but for oh, sure yeah. me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, we can go meet. You can go ride. You like ride wave? I ain't heard enough yet. Okay. Okay. Meet for show right now. That did. It. Okay. Bet, bet, Dirk bet. could probably be six. Dirk could probably get that six or something like that. But for Meek, yeah, Meek fucking around be before baby. Like. Yeah, Meek different. Yeah, Meek Meek probably be before baby for me. I ain't know I can include him, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. What's the best piece of advice somebody's ever gave you before, bro? The best piece of advice. I'm gonna go. It's something that it's something that one of my college coaches said, John Gross, that I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember what exactly it was because I talk about it all the time, but it might be something Coach Ty said. Slaughter. I forget when exactly he said it. If it was while I was in high school, or was it as I was an adult? He was just like, you can. Uh, the best way to be unsuccessful is trying to please everybody else. Facts. Uh, is the best way to be unsuccessful, and uh, took that to heart because I'm I'm the nice guy, and I always was. I always, you know, try to make other people happy, on and off the court, just in life. But if you're not making yourself happy, you know what I'm saying, you you doing yourself a disservice. Yeah. Um. So I've done that in basketball, done that in relationships, other stuff like that. So you just got you got to take yourself before you help other people. And yeah. trying to satisfy everybody, even though you may want to, you can't do it. Yeah. So you live and you learn based off that. But you got to stay the course if you want to try to be successful in whatever that you're doing. So that's probably that hit home for me as an adult and as a as an entrepreneur and all that. So that hit home. Thanks. And then the last question I got for you, Brody, is, you know, who you think I should have on here next? You know what I'm saying? If it's somebody you cool with that I'm not cool with, you know, just just plug me with them, get them on here, tell their story, uh, motivate, you know, stuff like that. And I would go with uh, somebody, somebody that would be good would be one Sam Thompson. That's my guy. Mm -hmm. um, my right hand, he went to Whitney Young with me. He played at Ohio State. I think I hit him before, before he went across the water, but I think he said he was kind of busy at the moment, or something like that. It was a, it was hey, a man, I talked to him, he ain't doing nothing, man. I talked to him, I talked to him, okay. he ain't doing nothing. Nah. 
Um, if there's a problem, let me know. I'll tell him. Get yeah. Him, man. He, he ain't doing much, but Sam is a good one. He in Italy right now. Um, okay. So that time zone might hit different, but we'll see. Um, I'm sure it'd be interesting to have Marcus Jordan. Um, that Marcus is a tough guy to get into. Um, yeah, I got I it's some interesting stories with Marcus. Marcus was my roommate a lot of times when we was in high school. We was on the road and all them trips, so it's some interesting okay, stories. Okay, go on, go on, spill the beans, bro. <laughs> now that you mentioned it, now I forgot all about, it, bro. Yeah, no, it's a it's a tough it's, man. It's stories with with with. with Crazy girl incidents, a crazy girl oh, okay. stories yeah, on the road and stuff yeah, like that. Idea. We we all had our little fun time. That's all I'm gonna yeah. say. But um, it was definitely some interesting stuff, and he he did a, played a big part in getting us that championship ring that year. So we all so let me ask you: Now that you brought that up, I actually forgot about that. When 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 bro when bro came there, what was mm -hmm. what was your mindset at that moment? And you know, what I'm saying playing with him, how was that? That changed the game for us. Mm -hmm. Um, no doubt about it. And we were gonna we were gonna do it anyway, but yeah. it brought a whole nother level to the situation. No doubt about it. So now you got Mike at the game sitting courtside. Yeah. You got uh now we automatically I think that that when he came it was my sophomore year. Mm -hmm. We was number one in the state. So when young ain't plan on doing that, you know, that early. Um, so with that he changed that. I want he didn't change that. The collection of us changed that. But on the national scale, everywhere we went, we had everybody, you know, all over us. Um, and mainly because of, you know what I'm saying, that that Jordan name. Yeah. And wanted to see him, the fans wanna see him and da da da. And it brought a lot more attention just to us in general. Yeah. And so it changed the scope of things. And so it was it was big time. It was big time, man. People people give give Marks a lot of stuff, but he was a good player in his own right, like really good. He could be playing professional ball right now. Yeah. Um, I won't say NBA, but I just mean you know making money. Whether it be overseas, he could definitely be making good money. Yeah. He was good enough. Um, yeah. but people give him a lot of heat just because he wasn't his father. Yeah. But no, that's a Division One player in his own right. Like right. he averaged 15 as a junior in Central Florida. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying not many people doing that. Yeah, and it's funny because somebody put it in the comments. I forgot. Uh, he had a bodyguard. I forgot. I think. Uh, cause I, okay, so I was born and raised in Aurora, but then I moved to Oak Park. I was in Oak Park, went to OPRF all the way from what, my fifth grade year to my okay. junior year. You know, so and the school I came, I moved back to Aurora and went to East Aurora. You know, like okay. the school, you know, Ryan Borat went to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, they had a tournament there, and my pop said, you know, a whole bunch of people just start storming the gym for some reason. And he was like, you know, like, what's going on? And he said, Marcus Jordan walked in the gym. He had, like, two bodyguards with him. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, damn, to a game? He was like, son, to a game. He was like, he ain't want nobody. Like, he had two of them. One nobody going up to him for nothing. Like, you know, and I was like, was was Mike there at least? He was like, no, nah, just him. I'm just like, damn, to a game, bro. Like, you can't you – know, so, you know, everybody, so man, we had bodyguards, man. He had yeah, with team had we had people around us at that time. He had yeah. a personal bodyguard at that time. Yeah. Uh, not really for school, but we you know extracurricular activities, yeah. games and other stuff. So that yeah. was always there. And then Mike had when Mike came, he had he probably had Charles Oakley with him too, but he also <laughs> had bodyguards. Yeah. Um so that was it was it was interesting. It was crazy. Like, yeah. let me throw this Michael Jordan story in here. Yeah. Um so that junior year, I said we won state. Okay. Um, but the the final four game we played Thornton. 
Um, they had actually won 27 straight games before we beat them. Damn. Um, they lost the first one. Reggie Smith and them, they lost the first. It was my Mac Urban Fire teammate, too, mm -hmm. later that year. But they lost the first game of the season one, 27 straight before they get to us, and we beat them downstate. Um, everybody jumping around, screaming, like, we going in the ship, da 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 Mike come in the room. Hey, man, everybody sit the fuck down. Um, y'all ain't one shit yet. Fuck y'all doing. And everybody was just silent. <laughs> silent. Like, nobody said a word the rest of the night. Like, and Marcus is my roommate, so it wasn't shit going on in there. Like, oh, you, uh, he, you know, he already knew what to do. He was yeah, like, it, was, it was, you know what I'm saying? The job wasn't done yet. You yeah. got the fan who we talking about running six rings and all that, like ain't lost in the finals. We in the finals. We in the state championship. Uh, it ain't over yet. The job wasn't finished. And Dang. we went out and finished it. We you know we finished the job the next night. Um, but it was like it was special, just that moment. Yeah. Um, just like the man. And then he came the next time, next day and kind of a little celebrated with us just a little bit. So yeah. but it was cool. Uh, but yeah, to hear cool. that like it was like, man, you took that to heart. Yeah. You didn't say a word. Yeah, that's that's dope, man. Cause not everybody get a close up experience with Mike like that. You know what I'm saying? So to have that moment with him, bro, I know you cherish no, that for life. No, for sure. That was a big one. And I had you know, I had been playing against Marcus as a kid forever. Uh -huh. And seeing Mike and all this other stuff has mm -hmm. um, but that was a that was a tough one. That was a close one right there. That was a close moment to just to take that in. So we're supposed to have a movie on that whole that whole season, but I don't know what happened, but yeah. it was special. Um, but you brought up the bodyguards. Yeah. It was, uh, it just made me think of a moment. So my that same year, early that year, Barack had got elected mm -hmm. early that year. Um, and so we go to um, myself, uh, Sam Thompson, and another guy we had, uh, J.R. Reynolds. Um, we got invited to go play ball with Barack that morning. So it was like a, on election day, the day he got elected. Yeah, how that happened? It was like November it's away. It was like. Uh, Look, my bad, bro. Don't, don't get your connection away, bro. No, 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 no. It was already cracking, man. We can talk about it. We, okay, you know, I, don't, I don't want you to throw your, your, your connections under the bus. It was personal connections. Uh, also, okay. I was getting recruited. No, I I had already committed to Oregon State, remember? and I told you that's my coach's brother-in-law, Barack. Is my okay, yeah, you're right. You did say that. Okay. So I had already I committed at the time. Yeah, I had already I had just committed, and so we got the got the invite. Cover school. I left school early to go. Uh, let school like halfway through. We hooping at Barack uh, with Barack at Quest. We pull up. Man, it's a tank sitting outside the door. <laughs> I can't hear you, bro. Oh damn, my fault, my fault. Um, but I'm saying they sitting on the people uh sitting on the tank, locked and loaded, ready for oh, anything. Tank, to jump. Like I've never, man. Look, it was, <laughs> it was scary, but it was like okay, you know what I'm saying. You understand what's going on. Um, and like this is the morning before the first, you know, the first election time. So this like the historical day, you know, first yeah. black president. So this is huge. Um, and I didn't think about it like that at the time, but like when I look back, I'm like, this is special. Um, to be able to do this and then so we go we go in 
you know, they checking us down, patting us down, doing everything, all necessary steps. So, but after that, it was just a fun day. Um, just hooping with him. Brock, you know, he can hoop a little bit. They talk about it like he all right. I ain't gonna yeah. lie to you, he all right. Uh, we was we was, we was giving him some business though, but he he all right. Um, but he got fouled hard one time. That's what I was gonna say. I like, hope nobody fouled that man hard. It's over for he you. He got fouled hard one time and failed at gym stop. <laughs> Boy, I almost broke my neck looking at the people with the, looking at the people in the corners. <laughs> I was so scared, but it, everybody stopped. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, I'm sure everybody wasn't scared, but they just making sure you're all right. But I was like, yo. Oh, <laughs> uh, but hey, that's it is what it is. I got a picture from that day, like on my Instagram. Uh, um, and I'm sitting, I'm uh, sitting right next to him in the picture. But it was just a hell of a, it was a hell of a moment. You know, I'm saying yeah. so to go back and think about it, and then seeing him get elected that night. First yeah. black president, it was just, it was special for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. He came to come our, he came to cover our games uh, in college as well. And uh -huh. we got, to, we, we had, we went to the White House every year. We also uh, had Thanksgiving dinner in the White House my junior year. But we also, Damn, bro. No, we got to talk about all this, bro. Come on. <laughs> I, I didn't know you had these good of a story. <laughs> oh, it's a bunch, man. I ain't going to lie to so you. So all this, bunch. all that happened through the connections of going to Oregon State. Pretty much, yeah. So, so what came about? They were just was it just you that went to the dinner, or was it the whole team? Or was no, it? no, no. Thanksgiving dinner. So we had it as a team. We always played a game on the East Coast around Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, we always did that for him to go to go do that to go have him come to a game and then go tour the White House. Blah blah yes. blah. So we did that first and sophomore year. We played Howard one year. Okay. Played Howard. Played at Howard, then we played at house in another east coast school like in maryland okay and so he came to those then junior year i think we had played at the garden in new york and so then we went over to dc and we had thanksgiving dinner in the white house around that time so damn oh, so that was that was special yeah. um, that was a big time moment too damn bro you got man you got a bunch of stories man i didn't know you had stories like this <laughs> Yeah. A lot of people say I get I get a lot of heat because I don't talk about some of the things I've done and the people I've met or places I've you know been. I don't talk a lot enough about it. I get a lot of heat for that because I'm kind of a real humble guy. But uh, it's certain it seems like you real like you real private too. You know what I'm saying? I am for the most part like just real chill, real laid back, kind of kind of keep to myself, kind of. But people around me be like, man, you need to speak to these tell them tell these kids what you did, like who you are, like yeah. Um, but I don't even look at it like that. But I just like being able to be in a position to tell the stories back and get back the experiences. Thanks. And then, you know, one quick question before I let you go. You know, I don't want to have you on too long. Good. When you, when you finally, so when you, when you, when you was hoping, was the eye injury kind of what made you transition into being like a, you know what I'm saying, like a professional trainer? Or was it just like, you know, like, like I don't want to say like okay, so do you do you still hoop on the regular? I don't want to say you like stop hooping, you know what I'm saying? Because I know you didn't just stop hooping, but like what made you pretty much change your life into being like a you know a, a trainer now? Uh, one, I just got tired of going overseas. It wasn't the eye injury, you know. I still yeah. I still okay. played, you mm -hmm. know, four seasons after that, three or four. Okay. Um. So it wasn't that. It was just. 
by 2000 into 2019 i just got tired of it it's it's a grind that playing overseas it's not la la land yeah and it's, it's a tough bargain you know people's experiences are better than others but i had some yeah. good ones i had some bad ones i was just tired of going over there yeah and i had other aspirations so the training thing kind of came spurred a moment to be honest mm -hmm. Um, just being like, you know, what can I do to, you know, be around the game and put money in my pocket? So it just clicked. Yeah, uh, I had, I was, a no brainer for you. Yeah, it was a no brainer. I didn't think it was could, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of, it's doing, my business is doing well right now. Um, mm -hmm. I like the guys that I'm working with, um, all levels. So the young guys, all the way up to the pros. Um, my favorite, probably like the high school age guys. Um, so I, I like those a lot. Um, and the pros, of course, I just, I really like that. But yeah. that it just transitioned just because I didn't want to go over there anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and also, I'm working on a development here um, in my neighborhood to uh, kind of put an entertainment complex over here. So it's a couple of different things I'm working on that I wanted to be here for. Yeah. And you know, just tired of being home. Ever since high school, it had been like ten years since I was really, really in Chicago. Yeah. Um. So it was just it was just time. Facts. Okay. Man, my guy, bro, I, I really appreciate you coming on, man, spilling, you know, some of the stories. You know, the other yeah. ones you kind of left us high and dry. No, I was messing with you. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to A-Will for setting this up, bro. You know what I'm saying? Definitely one of my, my favorite ones I've done so far. No, um, I appreciate it, man. Any yeah. other questions, man, you can hit me by anything. Or if you got any more, you can ask me right now. I ain't tripping. Man, I can't think of nothing right now, but if I can think about something, I'm sure going to shoot you a text like, Hey, bro, what happened on this moment, though? You know? <laughs> but like I nah. said, my guy, man, I really appreciate you, bro. Keep doing your thing. You know, much love to you. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm going to text you after this, bro. We're going to chop it up. You know what I'm saying? But no much doubt. success to you, bro. Keep grinding. You know, all love for me. Hey, Jack, keep doing your thing on here, too, man. I appreciate you having me. All right, bro. Love. All right.